When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maryland sports fans. There's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, Tom and Zeus. Oh, Zeus. You know what, brother? That really does sound like a nerd to me, you geek. <laughs> I understand. Then you're great friends of the KISS podcast. Shout it out loud, cast. <laughs> That's hard to say. Their podcast chose Revenge of the Nerds to their choice for the podcast Hall of Fame. Well, you know why you chose it? Because Ogre was in it. Don Gibb. That's why you chose Revenge of the Nerds. There's no other reason to love the film. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what if C-A-D really spelled dog? Well, listen, guys. Merry Christmas. I've been running around like a crazy person. I tried to get this to you yesterday, but everything is nuts with the family. So, listen, I love you guys, and uh, I'll tell you right now. Merry Christmas. Oh, you kiss lovers. I did a movie with them a long time ago, and I met them all, and they're great guys. And then Shannon Tweed, when I did First and Ten, her... Well, at the time, boyfriend, Gene Simmons, was on the set all the time. Great guy. Hey, I love you guys. Take care. Bye. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Yes. Stop pressing the button. Star Broker Simmons. Star? Stop shouting. Thing. Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck That's what are you talking about? 617 You do? Hey, fuck Do you like this? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode. Shout it out loud, cast. Episode 204. It's year in review time. Year in review 2022. Tom, how you doing, buddy? 2022. The only good thing about this year is this show. 
So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to talk about our year in review. Shout it out. Loudcast had a banner 2022. Thanks to you. The fans. <laughs> and we're going to break it all down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the thing that's uh, it's fun about this is we usually go through what kiss has done. And then we go into our episodes and just give, do a little feedback and what we talked about and, and yeah. have some fun today. Yep. It's a nice, easy, relax. But before we do that, uh, Christmas, me and Tom usually meet up and go, here, here's your fucking shit. Here's your fucking kiss shit. <laughs> we couldn't do that because fucking kiss online fucked us again. I yeah, but, bre- but, 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 but breaking news, they just announced free shipping on orders over $50. So they probably said, hey, you know what? Our shipping is so terrible. Let's just make it free. We're going to fuck them anyways. Yeah, there's some pretty harsh comments on there, especially the one I sent you earlier. I love it. Oh, yeah. that's bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking bad. But, We're not repeating that. Yeah, no, no. But the thing is, I ordered that shit on Black Friday. <laughs> How the fuck is it not here before Christmas? Uh, Black Friday special. Okay, time to get Thomas gifts. Here we go. Uh, nope oh man and and here's a little spoiler for a a lot of you guys i found some good kiss shit on walmart's website oh yeah yeah absolutely if you you search and put in kiss um you'll get some like wait the fuck where's this design yeah awesome shit yep so uh i got that in time at least and uh tom has got uh a, a lot of fun gifts coming. I get all excited. I'm more excited for him to open up his his shit. I'm st- I'm staring else. I'm, I'm staring at your gifts. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're sitting right here. So, <laughs> all right, we got to tell these people. So, Casada, we taped with him last week. And he kept saying, "Did you get my stuff? Did you get my stuff?" I'm like, "No, dickhead. We we told we gave you our address like two days ago. No, would you overnight it to us? He did. It still didn't get here on time. And we opened it up, and what was it? It was a fucking snow globe with a picture of him putting on like chapstick. <laughs> but the best part about this was that I didn't realize mine must have been delivered. Like I must have." forgot about the mail or whatever so i got it i think i took it out of my mailbox like yesterday or monday and i live in new hampshire where it's been like sub-zero the snow globe was frozen so it was a solid block of ice and it was beautiful because it prevented me from having to see that horrendous picture of joey's face so i said maybe i'll just keep this in the freezer so that i never have to see it thaw out Dude, I think that is the funniest shit i love I open, i'm like this motherfucker was like so excited like did you get it did you get it i want you to have it when we record dude what the was like what is that is that a guy like you know him like dad is there something you want to tell me why is a guy sending you a snow globe of himself be like yeah this is the guy who's bitching about not being in the hall of fame oh and and you guys think it's funny online He's still doing that shit. Every other comment, we're talking about kiss stuff, other stuff, but he'll fucking circle back to, and you didn't put me in the fucking Hall of Fame. 
Wait, could you send me a chapstick profile photo in a snow globe? You can't buy us off with gifts like that, Joey. Oh, fucking hilarious. Hilarious shit. Oh, before we actually <laughs> move on. So how about that bumper, huh? We opened up with ogre. Ogre, <laughs> you asshole. Incredible. Donald Gibbs <laughs> doing our an, another. This is what see. This is why Jim Riley is in oh. the Hall of Fame and not Joey Casada, because Jim Riley gets us gifts, personalized gifts from Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Joey gives us a snow globe with a picture of him putting on chapstick. Okay. If anybody wants to figure out why those two guys are where they are, that's why. Yeah. And what Casada is going to be like, I'll give you a cameo of me. Yeah. yeah I'm also, I'll give you a cameo of ZO2. <laughs> no, I don't want that, Joey. <laughs> but fucking ogre, huh? Amazing. How cool we is love, that? We, lo- we love Jim. That's incredible. Incredible. That's a Hall of Famer right there, Tom. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, like I am like we're starting to record. It's Wednesday early. Yeah. And I'm surrounded. First thing I wake up to is a nice photo of Hall of Famer Julie Newmar in her in her catwoman suit. Oh. Yep. And then the next thing I see is a Twitter posting something about Arnold. And someone's saying, like, oh, how do I what am I doing? I'm a failure. I couldn't work out. I haven't worked out. Don't worry about it. Just take a walk. Go do some push-ups. You don't have to be a failure. Just pick up on something else to do. Keep working hard enough and you make it into the Hall of Fame like me someday. It's a little bit of work. You can do it, but believe in you. You have to read the kiss lyrics, the great ones. Like, like put the log in your fireplace. Turn the page, get to the good stuff. <laughs> and you too will be a Hall of Famer in no time. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I love these openings. I wish Arnold would do a cameo. <laughs> Is he on cam? Maybe we just get like an Arnold impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> Put the CD down. <laughs> oh, All right, God. boys. Before we move on, we got to go give a shout out to ABCPA Inc. Our friend, the tax man, Tony Barone, and piss off Joey Casada for, for going after our buddy, Tony Rocks. And here's why. He runs ABCPA Inc. We're doing our last episode of the year. Everybody knows what that means. Taxes, taxes. And there's nobody better for you than ABCPA Inc. and our buddy, Tony Barone. Screw H&R Block and those other guys. It ain't going to give you the personalized attention. That Tony will give you. And Tony is nationwide. We talk about that all the time. He's located in Chicago, but he can go anywhere and e-file on your behalf. And that means whether you're in what, Tom? Oh, that means if you're in uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky or uh, Carson City, Nevada. Nice. Is that like the Elvis song? Frankfurt City and Pretty Girls when he's in uh, GI Blues. See, the problem with this is now now you're going to create another spreadsheet of cities Tom has mentioned <laughs> no, in the no. ABCPA Inc. ad, no, ad no, run. No, I'm so not. Now, now, so you're going to be like, you can't say Austin, Texas. You said that three episodes ago. That's what's going to no. happen. The fact that you said Frankfurt and I thought a Frankfurt special from GI Blues, that's where my mind goes. So these are setups for you, Tom. And I didn't know you were coming with me with that, but that's we okay. We got to win this race. 
Uh, pretty little Fraulein's going on uh, singing in a GI blues. Uh, anyways, Tony can help with businesses. He offers bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. This is the time you want to start your business. You got to get an accountant and a tax guy like Tony. Uh, for individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorship, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns. All right. By the time this episode comes out, you got to get your taxes started, right? It's the new year. So make sure you get a hold of Tony. Did you know, Kiss Army, if you own a business with employees that have had 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. And as we say, Tom, who likes tax credits? I do. I also like my new flavored ginger ale money bag soda. Pick it up at a restaurant supermarket near you. (laughs) And don't forget to do vodka shots in a funnel like we did in college with my new Gene Simmons vodka. Don't worry, I won't forget that, Gene. (laughs) On the next episode of Uncle Ace, Ace decides to funnel vodka as a gag to his friends. Hey, check this out. I know the guy whose name's on this bottle. I used to perform with him like 40 years ago, but he doesn't like me anymore. So now I just get drunk off of his stuff. Uncle Ace, that's castor oil, not vodka. Oh, no, I got to take a shit. Aster oil. Didn't they used to use that in like the Tom and Jerry cartoons? Yeah, Jerry like, tried to Jerry tried to trick Tom and like make him sick, and he would eat like yeah, castor yeah. oil by mistake. <laughs> That's what my mind went to. Like, oh no, I got the runs. I can't perform tonight, Paulie. I got the runs. Let's set up a Zoom conference from the toilet. I could play it from there. I technology is wonderful. I can, I can play Shock Me Live. Just put me behind a curtain and put me on the toilet. You can use tracks the way you use them, Paul. <laughs> All I need is a drummer. Oh, good luck, Bruce. <laughs> One of the greatest lines of Creatures Fest weekend. Good luck. You're on your fucking own. <laughs> good luck, Bruce. Follow Tony on Facebook and LinkedIn. Visit him. On his website, abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com. And you can email Tony at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com. Or call him at 708-430-3232. Again, 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. Yeah, castor oil. Yay, poop. (laughs) I was just dripping down the side of my leg. I can't even fucking move. I'm slipping and sliding. Poor Uncle Ace. He's incontinent. (laughs) Next week on Uncle Ace. Anyway. All right. All right, Tom. We uh, last week, before we go forward, we go backward. We did our best of this episode. With our now yearly 
added uh, co-host on these episodes, Mr. Joey Casada. And we yeah. did a poll. Yeah, we did. Unfortunately, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. a We did a poll. Usually we do have four options. This poll only had three because we each put our number one from our rankings on our Festivus lists. So the options were the Kiss 2.0 mentality, the Ace Cult, or Joey not being in the Shout It Out Loudcast <laughs> Hall of Fame. Now, I got to give Joey credit. He got 18% of the votes. Yeah, all now, burner accounts. Oh, yeah. Now, the Kiss 2.0 mentality, that one with 56. I'm uh, I'm not surprised Ace Cult only got 26% because people are probably like, what are you talking about? What's the matter with Ace Cult? That's not a grievance. <laughs> I'm in the Ace Cult. That's not a, yeah, it's not a grievance. So, yeah, of course, everybody had a lot of fun with that. Now, our buddy Tom Dust, and obviously kudos to Tom for our amazing intro music and especially our intro music on Dorm Damage, which at the day of this recording, we just dropped our favorite guitarist Dorm Damage episode. So we love Tom. Uh, he's really put a poll for that, Tom. Oh, favorite shouted out loudcast guitarist, Kevin Jepson, Tom Dust, uh, Joe Decker, or Tony from Restrained. Hmm, interesting. Maybe we'll have a maybe that'll be a new category for next year on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Kevin Jepson, fucking, he's in his own Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, he's definitely in his own Hall of Fame. But uh, so Tom Dust said, Joey not making the Shout Out Loudcast Hall of Fame. This episode alone makes him eligible. He's overqualified, if anything. Oh, piss off. Who said that? Uh, Our buddy Tom Dust. Tom, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? He's competition, buddy. (laughs) Our buddy Nige. We love Nige. You forgot to add the fourth category, which made up at least half of your episode. Paul trying to reinvent himself and being embarrassed about everything that made him in the band famous. That would get my vote by a long shot. Yeah, we we kind of purposely left that out because we figured people would kind of, you know, we, we'll talk about Paul later in the episode, as we always do. Uh, and then a couple of other comments on Twitter here. Oh, boy. The feedback we got on this. <laughs> Joey Casada is making a strong push to get into the Hall of Fame in the impression category. With the amazing Jerry Jewell performance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, just completely inappropriate. You heard I, us. Yeah, I deleted and edited about three-fourths of the comments he was doing. It got bad. But it got bad. But see, Joey, we're convinced Joey was sent to Shout It Out Loudcast to sabotage our yep. show yep. and get us, get us terminated. Yep. Keith Roachford, love the Festivus episode. Thanks to you all for bringing this to my attention. Had it on my Christmas list and got it. Looking forward to reading it. And he shows a picture of the book. So the first thing we said, congrats, Joey. Where's our cut? Yeah. So uh, Keith, uh, Joey Romanik, our buddy who's unfucking believable, Gary Cap. Oh, my God. Yeah. We got either Christmas uh, cards, uh, holiday cards, uh, gifts. Yep. Uh, Keith was one of them. Uh, just Gary, amazing. Fuck, I I mean, you are amazing. Yep, amazing. Thank you guys so much for thinking of us during this holiday season. And uh, you guys are the best. Thank you. Uh, and then we got one here from Amber at Crochet Nose. Just listening, and I just joined the Patreon family. Woohoo! Yeah, we'll we'll save that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Thank you for making a difficult 2022 full of shits and giggles. 
Can't wait to carry on listening in 2023. Thanks, T and Z. Awesome. Baseball and death. Great episode. I love to bitch and complain. <laughs> oh, our Tom, I said it. I would rather shit go wrong and bitch about it than have a smooth ride on some things. Oh, of Sometimes. course. Absolutely. Sometimes, right? We do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Our buddy Steve, I love these episodes. I have many grievances about the band, and you all remind me of other complaints. Is there any other band that gives their fans so many reasons to be pissed, <laughs> but who will then defend the band until their final breath? That's a great, great one. Okay, this is one of my favorite comments right here. From our buddy Dr. Two. Great grievances. Every time someone shits on Kiss, an angel gets its wings. I love that. I love that. So that's it for uh, Twitter. What do you got on the book of face over there? Uh, Tom, our buddy, we, we got to throw him a bone. It's the holidays. Tim Bream. Oh, God. Think of family here, people, and listen. This is like a three-hour sinking Stanley-style rant, and I love it. Stop it. Think of family here, people, and listen. Listen, I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear it. Our buddy Jason Warden. Wow, what an episode. So much info, laughs, and truths all in one. Hit a home run on so much, but man, y'all nailed it with the Debbie Downers. Life is too short. Don't bring us down. Top five with Joey Casado is a great addition. 100% on Pete, meaning Peter Chris, that he doesn't he get people shit on him. He seems happy, and to, and to shit on him is BS. Yeah, that's a great one. We were, uh, Jason. Jeff Kinsley. Yeah, the Jeff. Great, the great Jeff Kinsley. I totally agree, Tom. The vinyl reselling and hoarding is brutal. Yeah, I agree. Those people are all assholes. Ryan Michael Spencer Cook, Cronin Dole Tweed Simmons Lane Cook. A Hall of Fame isn't complete without a notable snub. And Joey Casada is it. He's one of the best guests. Him and Festivus episodes are gold. These episodes are the best. This is what real fans do. I love it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, fellas, and all loud casters. Nice. That's great. Excellent. Yep. Mark Weiss, a sock fraley plaque for that price compared to Bruce's New Year Eve experience. What a difference. He's right. I of think course. you get like food. You get to spend the weekend with them. Yeah, yeah, you get to spend the weekend with Bruce Kulick and his band. Eat, drink, autograph party, shit. autograph. And it's a fraction of the price for the friggin' Ace sock get, thing. Oh, get Ace's dirty fungi infested socks. What are you talking about? Great way to ring in 2023. Yeah, uh, Lemmy Blackmore has a great post here. Again, if you guys notice, we we're trying to tr- you know cut these things down. Yeah, he, uh, he does uh, talk about the Kiss 2.0 Tom that he said, uh, "Bring it on." At least it's something different, and shouldn't need tracks. I see Kiss every time they come through, and the last time it was great. A live 35 caught him on a good night. They've been a nostalgia act since the late 90s. Put an energized band to a three four K Cedar. I'll be there at least once to check it out. So will you. Keep up the greatness, 2023 boys. Love the show. Sidecast the community you've created. Thanks, Lemmy. On our Loudcasters group page, Tom, Dick Drip. 
Joey is a net negative. <laughs> Dan Hool, not the mutant from Stone. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not mutant, Dan, right? This is the other one. We He's could, got we, a photo we... of him drinking some kiss uh, out of a kiss mug in a fire pit. Is he a pit south doing this? This is different Dan Hool, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Keg races? I don't know. He, mutant. Oh, he was just an ugly uh, person. That poor kid looked like, so like a ugly. burn victim. <laughs> a poor he thing. Looked, he looked like Quattro that came Ugh. out of Arnold's stomach in fucking he looked like, recall. He, he looked like a, like a pepperoni pizza, a poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Bird was more handsome than he was. <laughs> Hopefully it's a different Dan Hool. <laughs> be like, that's my cousin. <laughs> maybe he was pretending it wasn't him but it is him uh man what a fun episode fun to chill by the fire with a cold cocktail and listen and laugh after the stress of the holidays god bless you babe say your prayer (laughs) all right bruce fowdy i gotta tell you this has been one of my favorite episodes it hit on almost all my grievances, LOL. Paul is the most unlikable guy out of all of them. <laughs> Just unbearable. I'm a proud member of the Ace Cult, but I agree with Z. He's terrible with the fans. He doesn't give a shit about interaction. Ace was even caught on tape by Gigi Jaber. I don't know who that is, but that's okay. Saying, fuck the fans. He's all about the paycheck. End of story. I wouldn't oh. pay for a meet and greet for him again. I did it in 95. They had them then? As a 17-year-old kid, I was so excited to give him 50 bucks. I wouldn't pay that now the way he treats people. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, over on our Instagram page, Tom, uh, Yarn Coffee Calm, hilarious. Mm. The great PJ Farley of trickster uh eric martin band fucking uh his solo band quarantine and fucking 50 other million bands he's part of uh this ought to be good and we also got a dm from aaron nirenberg and he has the picture of ace and his hot girlfriend and Ace actually looks like he got his face fucking cleaned up uh on a very special holiday episode of uncle ace Uncle Ace goes caroling. <laughs> and parenthesis says, <laughs> Ace sings, Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Yeah, how did we not have an, an Uncle Ace Christmas album? <laughs> oh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, Paul smells, Gene laid an egg. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on a fire. Oh shit. Ace and Carolyn. Over on our YouTube page, Tom. Not getting that much fucking uh pushback that we're not doing them anymore. Woohoo! Love it. We did at first, but now people just accept it. Yeah. <sighs> Marty White. Uh-oh. There's nothing like putting on a new episode at 1 a.m., falling asleep after an hour, waking up at 5 in the morning to the voice of 
Sonny Pooney from a previous episode. <laughs> With the holidays, my therapist isn't back until January 2nd. Oh, God, I love it. Mark Ibrahim. This is always my favorite episode every year. Thank wow. you, guys. All right. Thank you. Jay Rucker, Merry Christmas to you guys. Eddie Thompson, great show. I always listen and fucking enjoy the every great conversation. How cool it is to have a band we love that we could literally talk daily about. We are a kick-ass family that I'm proud to be part of since 78. You guys are four-star generals in the KISS Army. God bless both of you. Merry Christmas and keep throwing ropes. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Mike Brewer said, I would like to buy Paul's used toothbrushes. Oh, Oof. Gross. No, you don't. Oh, uh, Craig Project. Paul did try acting. Young Doctors in Love. He His part got cut out. <laughs> Ooh, I, I kind of remember that. Shit. That's a, that's a good one, Craig. So, Tom, back to you, buddy. All right, let's get to a couple emails here. Our good buddy, Wes Beach. Great show as always. Joey always brings it. Seems like my grievance is the same as last year. Namely, the damned painter is the opening act. I don't buy a ticket to a rock concert to see an America's Got Talent act. Is Gene just trying to prove that rock is dead? Here's an idea. If you guys don't want to pay for a legitimate opening band because you're afraid of being upstage, why not just get a local band? And they will probably play for free for the exposure, so no out-of-pocket expense for you. Great call. Now he talks about the set list. He talks about the Kiss fans buying multiple copies, saying there should be a limit. Agreed. And then he says, then he says, can we stop all the Peter and Ace bashing and bury the hatchet and give the fans what we want? The original four doing the final concert. Absolutely. Bravo, Wes. Uh, and then we got another one here from Alex White, also known as AJ White, from our neck of the woods, New Hampshire. Yeah. Great episode. Love the grievances. I think it was Zeus's number three where he said people are afraid to ask the real questions that we want to hear. That drives me absolutely fucking crazy. That's the very reason I think Paul has probably dodged Eddie Trunk for so long. He's so afraid of the questions he would be asked that he has to be a dick in advance. It would be like Rowdy Roddy Piper interviewing Frank Williams. I don't know, Zeus. I don't know what that means, but maybe you do. Frankie Williams is that <laughs> fat slob. He came on Piper's pit. Oh, okay. And Piper was like, like you suck at wrestling. You know, yeah. the guy just sat. Then he just started beating the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Like okay. a, what they would call a jobber. In yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Piper just okay. emasculated him in front of everyone. All right. Uh, and then he, and he continues, keep up the awesome work, guys. It's so refreshing to have an honest kiss podcast to listen to rather than the usual rabid sheep. AJ White. Yeah, AJ. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and that's, uh, that's emails. I think you want to finish up with one other comment there, Zeus. Yeah, over on our loudcasters. Paul Hyder. That was a savage episode. I really, really love the passionate defense of the elder, Peter. Paul is just a boy sulking in the corner as history begins to look favorably on the original Catman. It's been an odyssey for me, but I have now come to the conclusion that Peter's grim finale with Kiss was an escape from the island, if you will, rather than a voting off. Paul has perhaps become cast in a dark light, and it scares him. The fact that the oath Paul took to cast Peter out 
with as little fanfare as possible at the time, has left him the villain, a Mr. Black. Well, it rests heavily in on his brow. In a world without heroes, only you, Peter Chris, have finally emerged under the rose. And for that, Paul Hyder, who takes the elder every song from it and makes a fucking epic post about our Festivus episode. You, my friend, are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. Incredible, Paul. Very, very creative. We love that kind of stuff. Thanks, buddy. That was awesome. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Tom, what we do now is we go over and give a shout out to our Patreon family. Once again, it keeps growing. We added a new demon tier. And this one is the aforementioned Amber. And I love it because as the as she signs up it comes up some of it is princess pickles 73 love it love it good for her amber joins as a demon the highest tier we have something coming for you guys just bear with us uh and uh just keeps increasing our patreon family we're we're just constantly growing if you want to become part of the patreon family come join Help the podcast out. You can go and check out Patreon and see what the tiers are all about. We have four different tiers. Uh, obviously, they're the Catman, Spaceman, Star Child, and Demon Tier. And each category comes with different perks. You help out the podcast. You get perks in, in return. And it's a win-win for all of us. The Patreon family has been huge and immensely a helpful to our show, continuous growth. And we can't thank you guys enough. Uh, and we can't tell you how much uh, we appreciate this because it's, I don't know, we can't measure it. it, it we're, we're constantly talking amongst each other about, you know, how amazing you guys are and how much of a help you guys are. And we really appreciate it. And if you want to help, we always tell people, you want to help out the show. I love you guys. I want you to do this. I want to do that. Patreon is where you can come help and support us. We really appreciate the new membership, Amber. Thank you very much. And uh, can't wait for you guys to see what we have in store for you. Oh, almost forgot. Don't forget, when this episode comes out, we'll probably be closing the Patreon raffle for the Jersey Ninja Kiss Hockey Jersey, which is fucking awesome. Tom and I both have one. Uh, Tom actually has two. And uh, we're going to get one off to you guys. One of you lucky Patreon members is going to get it. So we have a lot of stuff in store for you guys coming up for 2023. So join our Patreon family and be part of the fun. Absolutely. You guys are the best. Amber, thank you so much. Uh, we love seeing your comments on Twitter, and we're so excited that you're part of the Patreon family. Thank you. Thank you. And to everybody else out there in the Patreon family, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, we are so grateful for what you're doing for the show. Thank you. Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. Anything going on? 
Kiss World's kind of quiet right now, other than some more dates being added. I think a couple more festivals. They're doing a like Monsters of Rock in uh, South America. Um, obviously, it looks like all of next summer is pretty much booked for them over in uh, Europe. And uh, no, no news about any dates for the U.S. Uh, my guess is they'll either be after the first of the year or I don't know when, because right now they're booked from April 15th all the way down to July 15th. Um, and that includes those South America shows all the way into Europe. So other than that, no real news uh, coming out of the Kiss camp uh, in terms of anything kind of worthwhile right now. So kind of quiet. Yeah, uh, I saw some uh, preview of the Spinning Gold movie. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I know you're not a big fan of that. Uh, it's just, I don't under, look, I know that the movie is not made for Kiss fans. And again, I'm not in the music movie business. So I, I, I but my, my point is if you can't get the fucking rights for the makeup that don't do it at all, because these trailers with the band in makeup, it's, it's horrendous. It's, it's looks like a Scooby-Doo episode or something. It's terrible. Now, again, I know the movie is not made for Kiss fans. So there's going to be plenty of people be like, Oh, this movie's great. Look at like all oh, the, I remember when Kiss was with Casablanca, blah, blah, blah. Eh, obviously we're going to go see it. We'll do a fucking review of it, but I don't know. I just think it, as a kiss tart, it looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but well, the movie actually looks kind of cool. I will say the movie looks interesting. Yeah. Tom, before we get to our topic, uh, Ace wants to go talk uh, to the producers over here. Hey, I got a problem with the script. I, I, I can't do these kind of things like walk straight. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. 
Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. All right, we're back. Yeah, Ace had a couple of conversations with a few people about uh, the makeup uh, all those kinds of things that were going on in that early uh, era there. And uh, I don't think he's happy about any of it. Yeah, I'm really disagreeing with the way they're making me look. Uh, that makeup isn't mine, uh, Ace. It's it's nobody has their own makeup. Oh, well, in that case, if we all look stupid, then I'm on board with it. <laughs> Tom, it's the end of the year. And what we do is we usually just go through briefly about what Kiss went through. And then we talk about uh, our year over here. So uh, let's start with Kiss, as we always do. Uh, Kiss started off touring as they always do, right? Yep. Yeah, so the end of the road tour rolled on. Uh, right now, obviously, it's been kind of paused since the, the fall, because then they did the Kiss Cruise, and they did a couple things at the end of the year, some festivals. They're becoming quite the festival band, as we just said. Next year, they're already signed up for some festivals in South America. Uh, but it was also a big year in terms of Kiss releases music-wise. They released three off-the-soundboard releases. In March, we had uh, Virginia Beach, which is a disaster. We talked about that. Uh, then in June, they released uh, Donington, which was pretty cool. Uh, and then in September, they released, which is one of my all-time favorites, is the Live in Des Moines, um, kind of from the Alive 2 Love Gun era stuff. Great stuff. So... Three of those in 2022, they did not release anything in the fall or the end of the late fall, because that's when the Creatures box set came out with uh, finally some live stuff from the Eric Carr era. So that's exciting. As of right now, no word on any uh, future off the soundboards. I know that there's some uh, murmurs about another box set for the debut album, 50th anniversary type stuff, but we'll see. But that on top of uh, all the anniversary releases, this the the colored vinyl, the swirl, the picture discs, all that. They really, really, they, they must be getting good feedback other than the shipping on these anniversary issues. We talked about this before. Pretty much the next anniversaries that are going to be coming up will be 40 years for Lick It Up, uh, 45 years for the solo albums. They already acknowledged that for 40 years. So we'll we'll see what's next. So, yeah, we'll have to see what's in store for uh, releases for Kiss after the new year and see what they got. So, yeah, KISS was busy as always. Right now, they're kind of quieting down in terms of U.S. stuff, uh, but they uh, do have most of 23 booked overseas, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, it KISS, it, the end of eternity tour continued. Yep. Um, it's not like they're planning on new music. They got their business ventures that they're doing. Um, nobody's getting married or divorced. Uh, you know, they're all living their lives. Uh, even Ace is you know, talking about a new album coming out. Uh, Vinny made an appearance here and there at Creatures Fest. That yep. was a fun event. Non, great. you know, former members of Kiss. Uh, the cruise got announced, and they announced that the next year's cruise, they won't be performing in makeup. Mm -hmm. um, they still haven't set the exact date for the last concert. 
So the things are up in the air. It's really kind of a continuous tour for them. And that's really it. Nothing really crazy this year. No, it's kind of interesting. It may be, uh, maybe exciting is a strong word, but I mean, obviously with the added dates, you know, the tour is still going, but you can, you get the sense that maybe finally this is legitimately the end of the road uh, with them, especially making that cruise announcement uh, about them not performing in makeup. And that cruise will be in January of 24, I believe, uh, which leads me to believe that maybe next year might be it in terms of makeup, which is why they won't perform on the cruise in makeup. But uh, those are all things that we're anticipating. So it, it's an interesting time uh, for kiss fans. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, as far as we go, we try to open up every season with a bang. And we did this year because we opened up with the review of Love Gun. Woohoo! Indeed. I always like to look back and see. And if you want to follow along, you can go to our awesome website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. So we created the spoiler section. If you look at each individual episode, meaning if you want to hear the episode without seeing what our picks were and then, or you want to go back to it, you just click the button and then our picks will come up. Some people want to see it beforehand. Some people don't want to see it beforehand. That's why you have to click on it. So uh, we hope that you enjoy that little feature that we have. And we're looking back now, Tom, you had, I stole your love, got love for sale. Shock me. Plaster Caster, Christine 16, Love Gun is six, Almost Human is seven, eight was Hooligan, nine tomorrow and tonight, and then she kissed me is 10. Mm-hmm. I had it a little bit different. Plaster Caster, number one, tomorrow and tonight, number two, Love Gun, three, I Stole Your Love, four, Christine 16, Got Love for Sale, Shock Me, uh, Almost Human, Hooligan at nine and 10, then she kissed me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love this episode. Uh, I love the, that we still to this day have different opinions of uh, Kiss songs. We're not the same uh, mindset all the time. We have different styles and uh, it obviously shows on a, on a review like Love Gun. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Different tastes of sure. sure. And we got a lot of feedback on that album. Uh, a lot of people love and admire it the way I do. And a lot of people are like, yeah, it's pretty good. So that was interesting feedback. Anytime we do an album review for sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, then we went onto episode 158. We had the great author, James Campion. Yes. Uh, who wrote, shout it out loud, the story of kisses destroyer. And he came on joining James is, is awesome. He's got a lot of great feedback for us. And when we do episodes and he interacts with us and made a good friend out of him. And uh, yep. his book is filled with all sorts of nuggets about the making of Destroyer. It's a great read. By far one of the best Kiss books out there. And even more so if you are a Destroyer freak, which pretty much everybody is. I mean, whether or not you love the album, meh on the album or whatever, the book is incredible. Um, and it's great to see a Kiss book that's dedicated to like a specific album and not just like the history of the band. We love those too, but James nailed it with this one. Yeah, absolutely. So the next episode that we went to, episode 159, we had the great talisman join us. Oh, this was a blast. His trap with them. So good. Yeah, because they've played with both Gene and Ace. So only Gene and Ace songs were available. So awesome. uh, The Kiss Draft is these are always fun. Tom, your number one pick was Gut Love for Sale. 
I had unholy. Jeremy took charisma. Phil took I'm in need of love, which is like, what the fuck? We love Phil, but yikes. Ladies room was taken by Ryan. God. And then Phil's second pick was see you in your dreams. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a great. First of all, those three guys are amazing. They're hilarious. They're huge, huge Kiss fans, obviously playing with both Ace and Gene. And anytime we can do a draft, especially kind of a unique one like this, it was just an absolute ton of fun. So love those guys. So that was great. Yep. 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 So uh, that one was a lot of fun. And we took 10 songs each. And you guys want to take a look at something funny? Look at some of the picks we all made. Oh, yeah. Yep. Then episode 160, we had the great Eddie Trunk back for Eddie Trunk 2. And another fun discussion. And we went through everything. The biography, uh, the final show, Ace and Peter. And uh, as always, it's filled with strong opinions. Yeah, every time we have Eddie on, it's always great. In each episode, we try to do something different with him, as uh, you know, you'll see coming ahead when we review another episode that we did with him. Uh, but yeah, it it great, great that we've established a uh a friendship with with Eddie. And uh, you know, he loves to talk about Kiss. He has his strong feelings on the band, but every time we have him on, it's always great. Yeah. Now, episode 161, we reviewed the compilation Killers. Mm-hmm. Awesome album. That one, Tom, we, I think, had uh, the four killer tracks almost the same. We both had Nowhere to Run, which is unbelievable, as number one, and Partners in Crime as number four. You had Down on Your Knees, two, and I'm a Legend is three. I had them flipped, so I think it was a great fucking uh, review, and I loved talking about Killers. Oh yeah, we love that. That's that was a great episode. We love doing compilation reviews, but this one was extra special because it had four original tracks. It, it's in that era that we love to talk about. We mentioned that with Joey last week about that kind of weird era uh, of the band. You know, in between the Elder Creatures, just everything was going on. So that that's a fun one. We, and again, we love compilations uh, talking about those. Yeah, and then episode one sixty two on on our uh, Valentine's Day episode. We called this one Ballad or Not, and mm-hmm. we took some Kiss songs and whether they should be considered a ballad or not, and uh, we picked some songs, and then we created our, our top five Kiss ballads. Yep. Tom, you had Every Time I Look at You, Forever, Take Me Away, Together as One, I Still Love You, and I Can't Stop the Rain. Mm-hmm. I had You're All That I Want, number one, Forever, number two. I can't stop the rain is three. Beth is four. And don't you let me down is five. Great. That was a great episode. And I like the discussion about, is this a ballad? Is this not a ballad? So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, 163. We review the reels. Kiss frontman, Gene oh Simmons and Paul God. Stanley. Jesus Christ. I think we get the best part of these when they do the reenactments. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. And then this was all, there was also some special uh, discussions about the Godfather making it uh, another appearance on this episode, <laughs> of course. Yes. yes. But the, yeah, those reels things, I mean, with all due respect, yeah, some of those are, some of those are questionable. Yeah. 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 But that's perfect because it makes for a fun episode. Uh, episode 164, we had the comedian great Hal Sparks on. Yes. Uh, the actor from Queer as Folk, Lab Rats, 
Spider-Man 2, and also the lead singer of the Van Halen tribute band, Nerd Halen. Incredible. Uh, yeah, Hal is all over the place. You see him and you're like, oh, I've seen that guy. And yep. all those VH1 series, I love the 70s and all that stuff. He's got a strong opinion about a lot of things. And he's got a kick-ass voice. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Oh, my God. He's hilarious. Great yeah. stuff. And Hal's become a good friend of the show. So that was a lot of fun talking to him. Yep. Uh, we went to our tour series next. 165. Yes. Hotter than hell tour. Yes. Yeah. These are always fun. We review. We end up like breaking down the set list, the costumes, the actual stage and things like that. So these are a lot of fun going through. And then we end up ranking them. Yep. Yeah. We love the tour episodes. And this one, we uh we always create like a preferred set list based on all the songs that were quote unquote reported to have been played during that tour. Uh, we each came up with like a 15 song set list. Uh, the tour reviews are always awesome because you're talking about set list costumes, uh, the stage setup, all that stuff. So we love the tour reviews and we will certainly get back to those. Yeah. And we, you know, if their song was played on the tour, the, the, then that's part of the set list. Yep. So mainline wasn't prevalent playing a lot, but it did get played. So each have it in our set list. Yep. Um, and, and you look through and you're like, God damn, imagine being alive and, and, and old enough to go watch this tour. Oh. oh, absolutely. I know. Incredible. Yeah. 166. We previewed the end of the road madness tournament. tournament. This was We love the tournaments. This was the one Wait. where we wanted, we wanted to see which song should be added to the end of the road tour. And we will get to uh, how that came out at the end uh, in a future uh, episode. But yeah, every year the kiss uh, tournaments, Couple months away. Who knows what the next one's going to be? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to dig deep for this year. Yeah. Episode one sixty seven. We reviewed the Kiss off the soundboard Virginia Beach two thousand four. Oof. Oh. <laughs> and it's funny in the episode description, all in caps. Warning: strong opinions <laughs> given. <laughs> ah. Yeah. God damn. Was this fucking yeah. a debacle? When we say that rock and roll all night was both of ours favorite track from the set list. That's how you know this thing was shit. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we'll pick something that's rare, not really played. Yeah. Uh, Like, oh, I'd love to hear this. And we're picking rock and roll night. Good (laughs) God. Not, 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 not good. Not good. No, no. Oh, Tom. Yes. Here comes the controversy. Episode 168. This started a lot of shit. This this started like a four or five month journey of just incredible insanity. And uh, Tom created a, uh, I wouldn't call it a friendship, but I would say uh, yeah, a, a yeah. relationship. Sure. Yeah, of course. With Roy. Yeah. With Roy Dam. Yep. Infamous Roy Dam. Yep. And uh, we brought him on just simply to talk about Kiss Vision and what that was about. Uh, Roy is uh, unique. And very different, and he gives strong opinions, and you know he rubs people the wrong way. Some of them, he's yep. good to the show, and he's fair with us, and we're fair with him. And Absolutely. we gave him a platform, and he and he accepted, and we were happy to have him on. And he talked about Kiss Vision. It was a great episode. I learned a lot. It was a great episode, and this all this episode also premiered the new intro by the aforementioned Tom Dust. 
Uh, yes. So this was the first time we had that new intro. But yeah, anytime you're talking to Roy, uh, buckle up because you're going to be in for some some interesting shit from him. One uh, one sixty nine. We continued our series reviewing the box set. Yep. So we're up to disc four, and we broke that down, Tom. Yes, we love the box set review. Yeah, we love we love breaking out the box set, talking about especially some of the demos and unreleased tracks. And of course, that's what we did here. There were three quote unquote unreleased tracks that we ranked. Zeus, you want to take a look at those and what are yeah, what you doing? uh they're not really that different, but ain't that peculiar, Tom? You had that as your number one, the forever single versions two and time travel uh number three. I had forever, yep. ain't that peculiar as number two and Oh, that horrendous song, Time Traveler, is number three. What, Paul Stanley in the Temple of Doom? You don't like that? <laughs> no. What are you I'm talking not, about? What do you, what I'm do you not mean? not what you would call a fan of that song. Oh, come on. I'm a time traveler. <laughs> Whatever, Paul. Okay, Stanley Eisen. Oh, you love him. Yes. Tom, uh, episode 170, we had the great songwriter Adam Mitchell. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic episode. Love these. Love these. He was such a gracious and great guest. That was that was a really good time. Yeah, he wrote co-wrote nine songs that made it onto Kiss Studio albums. And uh, Tom got to discuss his issues with eating chicken palm before an episode. (laughs) Is that what is that what I do? (laughs) I stay away from the veal. It'll hurt you. That's what that castor oil's for. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All Episode right. 171. The wrap-up. We always have Jericho on. And uh, this time he brought buddy PJ Farley. And we did this after a Fozzie concert. Oh, my God. This in was... his backstage apartment <laughs> in uh, New Hampshire over at, uh, what was it? Uh, at Hamptons Beach. Oh, my goodness. It was incredible. Yeah, and the grand prize winner of the uh, End of the Road Madness Tournament this year was the great friend of the show and a longtime listener and supporter, Graham Richley, and he won an incredible prize pack from Click Tee Shop with guitar picks and stickers and all kinds of awesome stuff. So uh, congrats and kudos to Graham. Uh, always the tournament's always a great time. So that was awesome to see, uh, that a long time friend of the show and fan of the show was, uh, the grand prize winner for that. So again, stay tuned. Uh, it's going to be here before you know it to get ready for the next one. Tom, another episode that we did that just went viral and unexpectedly became a huge episode for us. That's episode 172, Paul Stanley versus radio chick. Yeah, this was really, really interesting. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Uh, the great Carmine of Pieces woman. <laughs> yep. Carmine, who, who, uh, has been on the show and is, uh, a member of the Pantheon family. Uh, this one was Paul being brutal, uh, rightfully so against somebody that was kind of harsh to him in an interview. Oh, she, with all due respect, she was, she, she was, was out of line. She was, she was, yeah, she was, she was trying to be edgy. She was trying to be, you know, kind of blew up but, on her. Well, because you got to know your audience. Now, again, if that's her shtick, it, it, it gets feedback. It gets people talking, but she did go after him kind of harsh. And, and you know us, we do not defend Paul that often, if ever. No, he was in the right at that point. Even the, her co-hosts were giving her shit. Yeah. You yeah, guys exactly. want to check that episode out. It's a lot yeah, of fun. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 173, May the 4th be with you. Yes. And we combined two things. 
kissing Star Wars by, by continuing the series of ranking track numbers of Kiss Studio. Yes, and this episode also includes Britney Spears, Julie Newmar, and Ava Gardner. How in, wa- in ways that you will never think of any of them ever again. So Britney Spears and Julie and Julie Newmar. Uh, anything uh, about those two that they have in common now? Yeah, they're both inaugural Shout It Out Loudcast Hall of Fame inductees. So even back then, we were paving the road for them becoming uh, even more famous. And the Ava Gardner part was because I heard William Shatner talking about her taking a shit in the middle of a hotel lobby. What the fuck was that? Brutal. What the What are we doing? Terrible. Yeah. Uh, Tom, this is the rankings that we had. It's the number fourth song on Kiss albums. Yep. You had number one, Young and Wasted. Yes. Wouldn't you like to know me as two, Shock Me, Ladies Room, Spit, Getaway, Dirty Living, Rock and Roll Hell, Naked City, Trial by Fire. Yep. I had n- number one, Naked City, Ladies Room, Back to the Stone Age. What the fuck? <laughs> Dirty Living. Only you, don't you let me down. Wouldn't you like to know me? Hold gin, shock me, and get all you can take. Nice. I love that series. Guess what's coming up next year? That's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, episode 174. If we can find a way to punch poison, we're gonna do it. Well, and, this whole uh, thing th- this whole thing went viral because I posted a picture of my Sirius XM radio. And it was a picture of the poison doing rock and roll all night was on. And I said, ah, it's fucking worst cover song ever. And everyone was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And we just broke it down. It's off the less than zero soundtrack poison covered kiss rock and roll night. And we're just like, is this the worst song? And we just had a fun discussion. Yeah. That was, that was a typical fun. Shout it out loudcast stuff right there. Yep. And then album review time. Episode 175, Crazy Nights. Yes. Love it. And we uh, came up with the theory that our buddy Bruce Kulik was the MVP of this album. Oh, my God. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I I tell you, this is one of those times where doing this show is is so awesome in, in many ways, but spending so much time with this album was like, fuck, this album is yes. awesome. This Change. album is awesome. And especially we both we both discussed this album is awesome, but Gene's tracks stand out on this album for me. And I know we both love the yep. Gene tracks. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, uh, Tom, you you had the album songs ranked like this. Turn on the night. Hell or high water. Good girl gone bad. Thief in the night. No, no, no. Uh, number six. Bang, bang you. My way. When your walls come down. Crazy, crazy nights. Reason to live. I'll fight Joey Casada to hold you. <laughs> now, the, the funny thing about that, number one was Turn on the Night. Then the next four songs were all the Gene tracks. Yep. And uh, for me, I had number one, Turn on the Night. Good Girl Gone Bad, Hell or High Water, Reason to Live, No, 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 Thief of the Night. So four of the first six for me were Gene. Yep. Then you had When, when Your Walls Come Down, Crazy, Crazy Nights, Bang, Bang You, Oh my way and i'll fight hell to hold you yeah don't say that to jericho because he'll make you go on youtube and listen to the the uh vocals with no music he'll ask have you heard it and i'll tell him yes for the 20th fucking time you told Ah! us this 
<laughs> uh, a fun one for us, Tom. Episode 176. We grew up with these guys. Yep. Mistress Carrie and Mike Shue from the old WAAF in Boston. Uh, they were on, and we talked about kissing Boston radio with them. Yep. Fellow Pantheon podcasters, Mistress Carrie has the Mistress Carrie podcast. Mike Shue has his Long May You Young Neil Young podcast. Uh, and this was just a blast for us. Like we said, we used to listen to these guys all the time on AAF and doing a show with them, talking about rock radio, talking about Kiss. Uh, just a ton of fun. It was uh, it was a it was a real privilege to be able to have them on our show and talk with them. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You, you find uh, this connection. Uh, we're all on Pantheon podcast now, and uh, they got some great shows out there. So if you want to give them a listen, you absolutely should. They're a lot of fun, and uh, you go should try them out. Episode one seventy seven. We did our fourth kiss trivia. Oh, God. Uh, this time I came out on top, Tom, and we were able to keep score. Ugh, the trivias are always a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> From the old Kiss trivia card game, uh, yeah, I think I don't know. I I I I think you kind of gave up halfway through. You're like, I'm not fucking doing you just throwing <laughs> shit against the the wall. Yeah, episode one seventy eight, episode one seventy nine, we broke down Creatures Fest in two parts. Yep, incredible. Yep. Great stuff there. Obviously, that was a, a fantastic weekend. Tons of stuff going on there. Tons of meet and greets. Tons of fun with everybody there. Uh, yeah, good stuff. And the best is on part one, we had the great comedian, Courtney Cronin, Dold, Sweet, fucking Spencer, Cook, Tweed, fucking Kulik. Yep. I, I, we love, we, Cook, love, Co- Lenny, we, love we love Courtney. She is an absolute sweetheart. We love her to death. She's great. And we talked about all the fun we had, seeing all the bands, the adventures we, we got into. We got to hang out with a bunch of fucking loud casters out there, especially our buddy Gary Cap. Oh, God. Angry Airport Gary. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we also hung out with Backpack Brad. Absolutely. Yeah. We saw our, our buddy Sonny Pooney over there. Casada was there. Oh, God. And, yep. and uh, we hung out with our buddy Jericho in quarantine. Yep. It was a great time. Great yeah, time. We had a lot of fun with those guys. Even uh, the other fellow podcaster, we saw uh, Jeff Trot and yep. uh, Joe Polo and his crew were there. It was just a lot of fun. Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rock, his lovely yes, wife, Steven. his lovely wife Jen was there. Uh, yeah, it was a great weekend. And Joey was on the part two review too. So we had we had Courtney part one, Joey part two. Joey Casada, also known as Hey guys, you didn't hear this from me, but. <laughs> And my uh, the other uh, favorite part was the fact that we got the tape recordings of our meet and greets with everybody. Oh my god! Vinny Ace, hey, where's the camera? Thanks, guys. Where's the <laughs> what happened to the photographer? I can play anything. Just need a drummer. Oh uh, that we got to meet Peter. I, I said I like vinyl. Okay, oh, settle down there, Paco. Yeah. Uh, we got to meet Peter, Ace, Bruce is awesome. We saw Todd uh, Kearns, Vinny, uh, Brent Fins, uh, Fitz, and we had the fucking unique conversation with the great Vinny Vincent. Yep. And then there was some issue with the elevators, but tune well, in for the episode to hear about it. Yeah, we'll, we won't spoil everything. All right. Episode 180, we welcomed the band Quarantine. Oh, this is awesome. Yep. So... Uh, Chris, we're, we're trying to just get everything organized at one point, and uh, we got uh, 
Chris to get himself, uh, PJ Farley, Joe McGinnis, Charlie Paradel Riego, and the great drummer Kent Sluker to come on and just talk 80s kiss and everything. Tons of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. We talked Creatures Fest. We talked about playing these 80s Kiss songs, how difficult they were, uh, how fun they were. Uh, yeah, just tons of fun talking to these guys. Just always a blast. And then episode 181. Oh, <laughs> a lot of shit. Oh, Dude, my God. This episode had people calling us before the episode even aired. Yeah, it, it was like literally being like, like fucking... Woodward and Bernstein, you guys can't run this. You can't do this. You got to take the you gotta, insider with yeah, you fucking gotta, Al Pacino. Yeah. And uh, what's his name there? What's and Russell Crowe? <laughs> you can't release this. This is inside information. Yep. Like, settle down, you fucking kissards. No yep. one gives a fuck. The amount of hysteria it was, that was going on about this stupid fucking episode. And the funny it, thing about this, so the episode dropped. You were in your car on a on your ride to Virginia. Yes. You spent you spent half of your road trip on the phone with me <laughs> because we were trying to put out a. It was like being like the editor of like a newspaper. It's like, what do we we gotta we gotta fucking put out this fire? Yeah, we gotta it, deal with that. We gotta deal with this, that, and this. Yeah, it, it was like uh, you're right. Like the Washington Post, right? Yeah. Run it, fuck Run it. We got you. Got your second source. I do. Go with it, fuck it. We'll deal with it later. Exactly. <laughs> All because we had our buddy Roy Dam back on, and uh, he started dropping names and accusations about uh, who he believed was behind the whole Sam Loomis. Yep. And the episode was titled "Who Was Sam Loomis," and it just stirred up a bunch of shit. And then, uh, uh yeah, the, the 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 second half of the summer was just a fucking mess. It was and, hilarious. And then because anybody, everybody every, yeah. cuz everybody had everybody had to jump on the oh Sam Loomis. Oh, let's oh, talk about Sam Loomis. Let's yeah. bring this on. Let's yep. let's get these guys in uh, fucking a relax. Relax. Calm yep. down. Yep. Anyway, episode 182, we did another. We went back to reels again. Ugh. Uh kiss the story of their songs. Fucking which we were stupid enough to think this is going to be like, oh, they're going to maybe they'll tell the story about how they wrote Firehouse. No, it was just another friggin' chronological biography that touched a little bit here on a specific song. But it was just another excuse to watch a Kiss doc. Yeah, and they had you know some familiar faces that pop up in these regular Kiss reels type documentaries, but they also had some different people. Not really giving you something different, but enough that you make you want to watch. So, you know, our Eddie Trunk was on there, of course. But Michael James Jackson was on there. Ricky Rackman, uh, Anton Fig. Uh, so it was enough different people that makes you want to tune in. So that was episode 182. Episode 183, we're back to Off the Soundboard, Tom. This one is the Donington 1996 Off the Soundboard. Yeah, this was a fun one. This was a nice rebound from the Virginia Beach disaster. Uh, this was the reunion tour, the original four members. It was a fun one. Sounded good. We kind of ranked some of our favorites. Uh, and <laughs> this was shocking. We both had cold gin as our number one. Yeah. Track I mean, it, it goes to tell, uh, show you. I think it's because Ace sang a version, a part of it, didn't I, he? I, I, yes, I think that's it. Yes. And, but yep. we went back to Firehouse, Love Gun, King of the Nighttime World. Yep. yep. I mean, this was fun. This was a, a, a good album. Yeah. 184. Gene Simmons Moneybag Sodas. Yeah. Yeah. So we welcome the guys from Moneybag Sodas, Paul, John, and Chris, the wallet hack. So uh, that was a fun conversation. Listening how they, as fans like us, all of a sudden got into a business relationship with Gene. 
and talked about what he's like on and uh, in business and off of business and and what a great guy he is. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And these guys have, uh, you know, stayed in contact with us. They follow the show, uh, like and retweet all our stuff. And, uh, and, and we really appreciate them. And thanks to them, we got the Gene Bumper that we got. That's right. Yep. No, great guys. That was a fun episode talking about not only their products, which are obviously great, but just talking about Kiss in general, talking about Gene. Uh, so they they were great, great guests. Yeah. Great insight onto, into Gene. Yep. Uh, episode 185, Paul Stanley top history moments with Tom Morello. Mm. So yeah, this we- is a good one. They, they, yeah, they talked about their their moments, which was kind of interesting. And, and it was it was funny because having Paul like have a discussion like that was kind of interesting in terms of what he picked and what Tom picked like as a fan. Uh, so definitely a little bit of a peek behind uh, the curtains to see and kind of in Paul's uh, psyche and what he thinks are their, their moments. Episode 186, Bruce Kulik. So this was our like member profile. And this time we did Bruce Kulik, uh, Bruce. We all love, everybody loves Bruce been on the show we've met him a few times and then we uh we ranked bruce's songs uh 10 songs from bruce that he had a part of and you think of when you think of bruce for kiss and tom you had unholy thou shall not hate tears are falling forever you love me to hate you paralyzed hell or high water any way you slice it good girl gone bad i had forever take it off no 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 tears are falling turn on the night Good girl gone bad. Let's put the X in sex. I just want to. I'm alive. I walk alone. Yeah, it was a great episode. And it was hard to come to just 10 songs here. Uh, So we picked some of our favorite Kiss songs. But then we tried to focus more on our favorite Bruce Kulik songs, you know, whether it's a solo or a riff or whatever. So uh, obviously we love Bruce. So talking about him is always a blast. Yeah. And uh, we didn't even rank his pancake recipes no we didn't but it would be number one if we did they would be yes. all tied for number one i i think his flapjack uh recipe would uh would rule over the waffle recipe i don't know i don't know they both they both look pretty pretty tasty who wouldn't want to have breakfast with bruce i mean come on i want to have flapjacks with yeah bruce. exactly uh episode 187 is a fan favorite the kiss mailbag part four these are always fun. Just reading questions from the listeners. You guys come up with creative stuff. It's a, it's always a good episode. Oh yeah. The mailbag is great. We love it. How could you not? Episode 188. We had the guys from classic 78 on uh local Bostonian, Tom Higgins mm-hmm. and quarantines, Joe McGinnis and anthrax drummer, returning guest, Charlie Benante. Oh, what a fucking awesome, fun discussion that was. This was so fun because not only is the classic 78 Phantoms album absolutely insane, it's like a lost Kiss album, yep. but listening to these guys talk about the creation of the album, the creations of the songs, hearing Charlie talk about how he tried to capture that groove and that swing that Peter had during that era, um, and then even talking about the artwork because the cover is just incredible. Um, another just a really fun episode. Yeah, those guys are fantastic. It's, yep. You know, uh, having uh, Tom on for the first time, getting to meet him. He's a great guy. And uh, having Joe and uh, Charlie on, and it just, it's an awesome album. Guys, got to get it. Phantoms, classic 78. 
I'm telling you, it is like a Lost Kiss album. Tom yep. said it correctly. It's, it's incredible. Yep. Uh, episode 189, Tom, we're back to the off the soundboard. We reviewed the Des Moines 1977 Alive 2. Yeah, this was just, oof. This was incredible. I mean, this was the, I mean, Alive 2 is like the holy grail to me. And when I listened to this, I was like, oof, this this is right there. Uh, you know, maybe down the road, we'll have a, another discussion about comparing the two. But this was incredible. Yeah, you had I Stole Your Love, and I had King of the Nighttime World as my favorite track off of this. This was a fun fucking off the soundboard to go over. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, that was uh, the third one I think we did. Yes, that's right. Yep, yep. Episode 190, jumping off our new formed uh, side cast, and we'll get into that a little bit at the end. We did Kiss 5-disc CD player. Because mm-hmm. we all had that five disc CD player in college in the nineties. What songs would we play? What albums would we put on? And Tom, you came up with Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, Dynasty, Hot in the Shade, Revenge, and Double Platinum. Yeah, I you took to, you gotta you gotta dip into those you gotta dip into those compilations when you're dealing with a CD change. So I had double platinum and smashes, thrashes, and hits to tap into the, the classic era and then some 80s stuff and then uh, you know, Dynasty, Hot in the Shade, and Revenge. Yeah. So I had Hotter Than Hell, Destroyer, Dynasty, Creatures of the Night, and Rock and Roll Over. So uh, it, and we talked about strategies <laughs> about how and what you would put in. And, yep. you know, we talked the 90s. That's what I would have put in when I was in college. What would I put in now? It would be different. Right. What if right. I want to do a live thing? Then you do a live one and a live two. Like, lots of fun. Lots yep. of fun. Oh, of course. Uh, episode 191. We broke down his Winterland 1975 concert. One of the most legendary and iconic, visually striking performances by the band ever. That incredible black and white show that everybody has seen that's on uh, clips of it on extreme close up. Uh, I believe people may have corrected us, said there was some clips on exposed. I do not remember those, but I- I'll trust our listeners. They and were, of course, I think it was Deuce. Yeah, and then, of course, on uh, Kissology Volume 1, but just incredible performance here from Winterland 75. Yeah. Episode 192, we continued our trend of reviewing Kiss member albums outside of Kiss. We reviewed the great Badlands debut album with Eric Singer in it. Oh, my God. Incredible. Incredible. Just a real joy to spend time with this album and and discuss it and rank it tremendously underrated uh and it's this was a this was a fun one for sure we we love doing these family tree type albums and this was a great one yeah you had winter's call high wire dreams in the dark your top three i had dreams in dark winter's call in season in my top three yep that was a great album it's a lost album out there people should take a listen to it it's fucking fantastic yep episode 193 paul and gene simmons Various times went on the Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast, and we broke down both appearances, compared uh, both appearances, and had a fun discussion. Yeah, two separate appearances, one by Paul, one by Gene individually, and uh, very interesting, especially when you listen to them back to back. You know, we talk about the differences between the two of them all the time, and uh, this was great. And Howie's podcast is incredible. He's got his uh, adorable daughter there as a co-host and uh, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, those are always fun, and uh, it, it was interesting to see the differences in how guarded Paul is. Oh, yeah. And how just relaxed Gene is. Yep. Yep. 
episode 194, we broke down disc two of the super deluxe box set of Destroyer. Oh my God. So awesome. I loved, loved, loved this. I love these demos. Uh, we, after doing this, it's like, I, I think we got a comment from somebody who said this could have been like its own album. Like, oh, if these, I, I, I said that I would yeah. probably rank this almost in my top 10. It's incredible. Incredible. So good. 15 tracks. Yep. Uh, Tom, you had your number one is Howling for Your Love, God yep. of Thunders demo, Mad Dog, Don't You Hesitate, It's the Fire as your top five. Uh, I had Don't You Hesitate, number one, It's the Fire. I th- I may flip them today if I was doing this. God yep. of Thunder demo, Detroit Rock City demo, I Don't Want No Romance is my number five. I mean, there's 15 tracks. You see how we rank them? Go to the website. But this disc two incredible, such a gem. Yep. So good. Tom, we finally figured out how to do a live commentary of an album uh, via Zoom. Oh, my and God. There's we, going to be more of this. There's going to be more of this where this came from, believe me, because once we figured out how to get this to work and we did it, oh, man, opens yeah. up a whole new can of possibilities for Shout It Out Loudcast. Yep. So we did Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park live commentary. Yeah, and we had a blast. And I think we realized, yeah, this movie's fucking boring. <laughs> ooh, and the chick was hot in oh it. yeah sam ooh. ooh oh yeah it was a lot of fun I, I, that's one of those go listen to it uh and, and and enjoy uh a lot of people were clamoring for this and the funny thing is this dropped while we were on the cruise which was episode 196 197 that's right yep the cruise recap an incredible time with our cabin mates, Tracy and Tony, uh, just uh, an awesome, awesome time. Uh, yeah, the, the ports of uh, Cabo and Ensenada leave a little bit to be desired, but uh, yeesh. but the, the cruise itself was fucking fantastic. Yeah, we we uh, got to meet a lot of the bands there. We had some fun. Tom got another tattoo. Yeah, uh, I ran into Sebastian Bach. Hey, dude. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, and uh, we we had some fun. There was some incident of the bathroom next to the uh, buffet. (laughs) While I was in there, the bathroom started to smell horrible. Shout out to the hazmat guy with the steam cleaner. (laughs) Yes, Listen to those recaps. They're great. And to continue that trend, we had four fucking bands on. Oh, this is so awesome. We interviewed them, all the bands that were on the Kiss Cruise uh, Black Savage, Sisters Doll, Plush, the LA Maybe, and had fun conversations with all of them about their bands, about the crews, about Kiss. Heard some fucking amazing stories. Wow. That was so fun. It was epic. And I remember when Zeus and I were talking about it, we're just like, we'll just, just put the episode out. Take your time getting through it. You know, we're not going to cut this up. We're just going to throw in all the interviews, get through it, enjoy it. And uh, it was it was a blast. We loved seeing Four them hours. on the cruise. Yeah. yeah. And we we loved, they were so great on the cruise. And just them talking about the cruise and talking about Kiss and their experience. Tons of fun. Plus, Ashley from Plush gave us Uncle Ace. Absolutely. And I don't know if she's too happy about that, but <laughs> she's great. She's great. And we love Plush. So thank you yeah. for that, Ashley. And- and Angie had the great stories about Kiss and oh, oh yeah. Paul Stanley yep. during the reunion. Yep. Fucking awesome. And everybody, Allie, maybe had some fun stories. Sisters Doll talking about their meetings with Peter Chris. You guys should check out that episode. Uh, episode 199, Creatures of the Night. We reviewed the Super Deluxe box set. Yep. We got into all the goodies. 
uh, everything that's included. Again, we didn't break down the music, kind of the same, similar to what we did with the Destroyer box set dropped. Uh, and eventually we'll we'll pick that box set apart and get into the the music and the tracks like we always do. Episode 200, Tom, we celebrated by having one of the best conversations we ever had on the show. And we brought on Eddie Trunk. It was great. Uh, this was a, this was a fun one. Uh, talked about a lot of different things, but we got into some Q and A's with Eddie, a lot of rankings, a lot of fun. So it wasn't just long form conversations in this one. Um, and it was great. We, we were very, very happy to have Eddie celebrate 200 with us. Yeah, it, it was one of a kind. And every one of his episodes, he comes on. It, it always does well. People love hearing him talk about kiss and stuff. And we, and, and he's really become a friend of the shows. Where were we years ago? And yep. where are we now with him? It's fucking night and day. Yep. And he's, a, he's a lot of fun. He's a absolutely. Lot fun. Yep. Episode 201, Tom. Peter Chris solo album. Love it. We had a blast doing this. Yeah. And, uh, it was exciting for us to finally talk about this and, and get into it. I'm, I was happy that we both love the album. Uh, feedback was, of course, interesting as always. I had You Matter to Me number one. You had I Can't Stop the Rain number one. And we just had a ton of fun, really both enjoying an album. It's it's fun when we do an album review. We both really, really enjoy the album. Yeah. In, in, it was one of those that uh, it's polarizing because a lot of people hate it. But then the ones that do love it are like, holy shit. Yep. This is good. I'm glad you guys gave it some, you know, an honest uh, review. And the thing that I said about this, Tom, is, yeah, uh, you, you know, you have your opinion, too. And I think they're a little bit similar. And that is that it may not be a Kiss album, but it's a decent album. There's nothing really bad on this. I don't and think so. No really skippable tracks. It's a nope. good album. Yep. So God bless you, Pete. Wish you luck in the future, Pete. Uh, <laughs> episode 202. We had our Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> That we uh, had a bunch of different awards and God, uh, I don't, we don't know where to go. Yeah, it was talked, a lot of we, fun. We talked about this for a long time and now it's a reality. Let's see who uh, makes it in 2023. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it, it'll keep growing and you guys will get the sense of humor. We're not doing it with uh where's very serious. Who's going to enter shit. We're doing this tongue in cheek. And of course, I, well, most listen of you guys get it. There are a couple yeah. that are like, Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, then then you obviously don't listen to the show. If you listen exactly. to the show, you get it. If you don't, then you don't get it. That's all we can tell you. And then last week we did, obviously, our Festivus episode with the aforementioned Joey Cassida. Yep. And, uh, we, we talked about that, and that was last week's episode. Go check it out if you haven't. We always have a blast with Festivus. Yes. And that was our year. Tom, in addition to that, we debuted the new sidecast, Dorm Damage. Which has been amazing. We dropped episode eleven of that today. Uh, we did a couple of Zeppelin Chronicles episodes. Yes, they were spread out, uh, but th- those are back. And uh, you know, we're, we're just very grateful for uh, for all the listeners and the fans out there that are keeping the show going and, and allowing us to add new little sidecasts and uh, have you guys involved. Yeah, and we continued the uh, baby, the first child uh, uh, album review crew with Sonny Pony. Yep, And that has been going strong as well. And who knows what we have in store? We have a bunch of different ideas coming up. Uh, we will constantly grow because, as we've said many, many, many times, yep. uh, we, we, we're we not lazy. We're doing this for you guys. Mm-hmm. We'll never be stale. 
We're right. always going to be evolving. We're always going to be growing. We're always going to try to give you new and fun content for you guys to enjoy. Because uh, if it's not worth doing and showing the respect for you guys as listeners, we're not doing it. Exactly. And, and Absolutely. That's what the show is all about having yep. fun and, and, and coming up with fun, new ideas, talking about music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Tom, what we do next is a question of the week. What do we got? This one comes from our website. You can go right on our website directly, shoutoutloudcast.com, and send in comments. This comes from Brian Hecht. Okay. And he says, I, I have a question for you. I was just watching Kiss Animalize Live and was listening to Eric Carr sing Young and Wasted. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, what other songs do you think that Eric could have sung live? I mean, any any of the Paul the Peter songs he could have done live. Okay. Um, specifically, like, what would make sense is if he did songs like hard luck woman or something that paul wrote and gave to peter uh mainline who could have been something but like you know mainline wouldn't have fit in eric's era it's right it's too kind of uh mid-tempo kind of slower where when eric was in the band they were really going sometimes real hard fast kiss yeah Uh, I, i don't know i'm not really sure maybe a couple of other gene tracks Oh, that's what, that's what I was going to say. I, I was thinking burn, I, bitch, burn. I was thinking I I love love Eric's voice. I think Eric could have I think Eric could have done a freaking killer job doing Cold Gin. I know that's a Gene track, and I know that's like Gene Legend, but I feel like he could have. I think he could have done that. That's a great one, Tom. Because you know what? Then anybody would get off of Ace, be like, "Oh, that's Ace." No one's going to give shit if Eric's singing it. Exactly. Yes. But right? I think that's, I think that would have been interesting to hear. And I wish Eric had more chances to, to have songs on albums. Of course, little Caesar on hot in the shade was the only one. Uh, but yeah, Brian, great question. Thank you for contributing to the show. We appreciate it. And people use that website. Shout out loud cat, shout out loudcast.com. And you can comment right from there. Yeah. Tom, where can people find us? Yeah, that's our website right there. It's the best place to do everything. Uh, shoutoutloudcast.com. Every episode is there. Shoutoutloudcast, album review crew, Dorm Damage, Zeppelin Chronicles, all the rankings. Everything is there. There's also links to our new merch shop on Amazon. You can buy our merch now f- directly through Amazon. You can go directly through to our Patreon. There's a Patreon link. Uh, so please check that out. And we have links to all of our other friends, uh, people that have been on our show, shows that we've been on. That's the best place to do it. And then, of course, our email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, we're there. So please check us out. Send us messages. Tag us. DM us. Anything you want, we're there. And we always like to say that we're proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. And, of course, another huge shout-out to our Patreon family. You guys are the best. And a special shout-out this week to Amber. Thank you for joining and becoming a Demon Tier member. We truly appreciate it. And a huge debt of gratitude to everybody that's part of the Patreon family. Tom, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would appreciate that. And give us one of those five-star child reviews on apple itunes spotify pandora facebook as a matter of fact i think we got one there from there tom right yeah and this comes from facebook you can do a facebook recommendation and this one comes from john moscow 
He says, really great podcast that covers all things Kiss. These guys have great chemistry, an awesome sense of humor, and give their honest opinions on everything they cover, which really sets them apart from everyone else. Definitely tune in and give it a listen. Thank you, John Mosco, yeah. on Facebook. And take advantage of that recommends function. It's like doing a review. Uh, so thank you, John, for that. We truly appreciate you taking the time to write those kind words. Thank you. And Tom, we always end with famous last words. You got any? It's time to leave and get another quart around the corner at the liquor store. The cheapest stuff is all I need to get me back on my feet again. (laughs) Uh, You been branded by the iron. You been cut by the knife. There's a monkey on your back running up and down your spine. Alrighty. Nice. Uh, Tom, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, Happy New Year. Please be safe. Thank you for all your support this year. We look forward to next year with you guys. Thank you. Guys, thank you. You're the best. Thank you for making 2022 an incredible year for Shout It Out Loudcast. And on a personal note, I want to thank everybody out there for your incredible, incredible support during what made 2022 a disaster for me personally. Uh, I wanted to take a minute to thank you guys so much for everything that you did, especially my friend and co-host Zeus. Uh, I hope you guys all have a blessed 2023. And again, thank you so much. Peace out, Girl Scout. Everybody wants more money. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.